I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're back. Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. And as promised, he is Jason Fitz, the man, the myth, the legend. Joins us every single Monday on the show. Host of Spain and Fitz. Does pretty much everything for ESPN. He's here now. Fitz, what it do, baby? I mean, here's the thing. Like, can I just be real for a second? Boy, I was feeling so good about myself on Saturday because I'm not going to lie. I played some bets, made a little money. <laughs> gave it all back on Sunday. That's I can't right. figure the NFL out this year, y'all. Like, I cannot figure out. Like, every week I'm wrong. That's every week. Mm-hmm. No, let me let me just say, like, just anecdotally, it you can win money on Saturday. But you're you might as well just, you know, throw some darts when it comes to NFL because – you know, if we're going to get into the nerdy part of this, the markets are so efficient. They're so sharp. There are just very few edges in the NFL. We do it because we love it. We want to have some some action. But it's like it's the hardest one to crack by a mile. Yeah, well, and we live in a world where I can't figure out if the Colts are good or not. I can't figure out if the Jags are good or not. I think the Giants aren't a great football team, and it doesn't matter because every week they prove me wildly wrong and the Jets dominate the Packers like what the, what, what the heck world are we in where the Giants the Jets and the yeah. Yankees all win on the same and the Phillies are advancing the, the Eagles are undefeated like New England sports fans are obnoxious right now yeah no you make a good point <clears throat> one thing we can trust and two teams we can trust who are good played yesterday on CBS uh, in the Bills and the Chiefs and the Bills did get their revenge they did wind up getting the win Patrick Holmes throws a pick there on that last drive um what did you what did you make of that game? Um, did you have any thoughts about what a rematch would look like? What what do you take away from yesterday from that Bills win? The pick that you just mentioned at the end, I think is going to be the most significant play of the entire NFL season, honestly, because when you start talking about two things, one, you got to find a way to beat Kansas City. Sometimes you've got to get it done. You needed that pick because how many of us just sat there and said, "Well, you left them too much time. The minute Mahomes got the ball, left them too much time. Plus, now, if we end up in a tie situation, home field's going to go through Buffalo. There's only one team that gets a bye every every year now. We know that. But just the fact that home, te- home field is going to go through Buffalo and not Kansas City if everything plays out the way most of us think, like, that is the huge impact of getting that stop. Not only did they, they finally say, hey, we can solve Kansas City, but now they said, cool, you want to do it again? you got to come to our playground. And I, there's not a chance. And you know what? That I want to be playing in Buffalo in the middle of January for my playoff life. Do they have a weakness at this point, Fitzy? Because you go out and you add Von Miller and you're trying to get that pressure, right? That finish-off pressure, and you were able to get it last night. It, it, if you've got to beat the Bills there, which it looks like you're going to have to in the AFC title game, how do you do it? Yeah, I don't know 
how honestly I don't know how you do it. Like the thought is that you run the ball because you can't get stuck throwing the ball a bunch, uh, and and maybe Kansas City. Uh, which is right now they had a better opportunity to go in and just control the clock with the power running game. I just don't know how many teams actually have a control the clock with the power running team. I think the way that you beat the Bills is you get a lucky day where Josh Allen's a little off, you know. And but the problem is they've got enough weapons everywhere that if he's a little off, they're still going to be okay. I, I, I don't know. I, I think we've sort of fallen in love with the Eagles, rightfully so. They're a great team. But we're just used to – we're blasé with the greatness of what we're seeing from Buffalo right now. I don't think there's an easy path. It takes a Herculean, Mahomesian effort to beat Buffalo right now, and there's only a couple of guys in the league that can get that. You know, I, I, I agree. That being said, like on the Cowboys, I, I was impressed with them yesterday. Cooper Rush is awful. He is absolutely terrible. Like he's got to be the worst. Uh, probably he's worse than, than, than Baker Mayfield to me. And yet, despite being down 20-0 to zero in Philadelphia, they had enough, whether it was Zeke making big-time runs, whether it was you know in the trenches on the other side with Micah Parsons and that defensive line. When Dak comes back, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy, but when Dak comes back, I, I personally feel like the Cowboys will be a factor. What's to keep them from being a factor when they have the offensive and the defensive line play that they have? No, nothing. I mean, and by the way, you know the reason we're not – like praising that the way that we usually do nationally is because we've spent the last two years saying Mike McCarthy is basically incompetent. As exactly. Coach. Exactly. Now you got to turn around and admit, like, I think we all got to eat a little plate of crow right now. Like Mike McCarthy with the backup quarterback, that isn't all that great has created this narrative that the backup quarterback is so good. They don't need Dak. That's just dumb. If they come in with the same level of control and play calling that they've had with Cooper, when they, when they bring that in with Dak, I, I mean, look at last night. The, the Eagles have had a couple of second halves to, to forget. Yes. They haven't been as consistent as they want to be. I think Dallas is going to be just fine. And by the way, an NFC East that, that a lot of people wanted to laugh at coming into this year, now, I mean, the Giants get a huge – I mean, that, that is a huge win against the Ravens, and they look good doing it. Like, the Giants look really good. The, the Eagles are really good. The Cowboys, when they get Dak back, they're going to be really good. The, the NFC East is sneaky telling everybody – that they might be the most legit division in football. No doubt about that. In, in terms of the Eagles, fits, they look. I mean, they do what they they do very well, right? They run the ball very well. They dictate the tone very well. Um, <clears throat> and when they have a lead, for the most part, uh, they did blow. You know, almost blow it, twenty to seventeen. There, seventeen unanswered from Dallas. But they're really good at dictating the the tempo and the tone. I do worry about them though. If they can't do that, like if they're in a in a big game where they get down, you know, ten to zero, um, like th- because when when you put the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands to throw, it, it looks a little different, still, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean that, and there's so little. I, I know I overuse this phrase, but there's so little proof of concept with Jalen Hurts in that situation too. Like, mm-hmm. I think one of the funniest things we do is we sit here and we we fall in love with quarterbacks that haven't played in those massive playoff games. And then when they don't play well in the playoff games, we suddenly dismiss them completely. Like Lamar's conversation always seems to be, well, he's got to play better in the playoffs, right? But we've never even seen Justin Herbert play in a playoff game, so we have no idea. I think Jalen Hurts is in this situation where right now the best thing is that they turned around and they surrounded a very good quarterback with a ton of greatness. And when a good quarterback is around greatness, that good quarterback can look even better. But if you need that good quarterback to carry everything, can he do it? We have no idea. I'm I mean, I'd love to say, no, he can't. I'd love to say, yes, he can. And if I could argue either side of that, maybe I'd be richer and be on first take. But, like, 
I, I just don't think any of us that are yelling about it really have a, a leg to stand on. More of a surprise to you, Fitzy, the fact that the Giants are 5-1, and one, you mentioned them, and, and I love what Dable's doing there. He's changed the culture. Or the Jets at, at, at 4-2 and two with, with Sala and everything he's done with that defense, they just absolutely handed it to the Packers. Yeah, I think that's the biggest – I mean, for me, I came in with so much doubt on Zach Wilson, and I, I'm I'm really open about that. And I'm not sure Zach Wilson's great, but this is what I do know. When you start looking at the Jets, they are dynamic at all the youthful positions you could ever want, right? Like, they've got young, good receivers. Brees Hall is just playing like a man possessed. And you know, they've got young, good running backs. They've got a quarterback that's playing better than I thought he would play. The Jets are doing it in a, a really interesting way to me. Now, I think – the Jets are still clearly a, a, a way away from being competitive with Buffalo. Sure. But again, in the world of, of shocks, right? Like the, you're looking at Buffalo being that good and the Jets being that good in Miami. I, I, I don't think we know right now. We thought Miami was going to be really good. Now we're not sure Miami's any good. So the Jets have some, a chance to make some noise. I think what I'm surprised the most by is that the Jets make things look easy. You know, like mm-hmm. at least I can look at Saquon with the Giants and say, okay, I see your method to success. It took Saquon going back to being Saquon and Saquon being healthy. The Jets don't have that one thing that you can pin it to and say, oh, this is what did it, but they're doing it. And, and I was totally wrong about both New York teams this year. Totally wrong. Yeah, Jets got a lot of young talent on that team. I'm, I'm with you. All right, which I've been asking this one today. I want to see where you're at. Which of the, the three and three teams that lost yesterday is in the most trouble to you between Ravens, Niners, Bucks, and Packers? Which one's in the most trouble? Um, I think the Ravens are going to be fine because I trust Lamar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the the Bucks and the Packers are both like very very concerning to me. The Packers are I mean they're just not good. And what's interesting to me, I'll say to give you an answer to your question, I'm going to go with the Packers. Okay. What I think is the most interesting about this entire thought development here is that if you look at it, there are certain guys, whether it's been Belichick or whether it's been Brady, whether it's Aaron Rodgers. There are certain guys that we just think, you know what, no matter what is against them, they can handle it. And I'll add Nick Saban to that from the Saturday conversation. And all of a sudden you wake up one day and you realize that sometimes you give a guy too much to get through. And that's what it feels like for the Packers and the Bucks. There's just too much lifting left for Aaron Rodgers. And I'm watching him throw his hands up and discuss with young wide receivers that are, that are trying to learn, but – Man, okay, what good does that do Aaron Rodgers, who's not a spring chicken and wants to win football games right now? I, I think I think the Packers are in a world of trouble right now. They're in a world of hurt. And I picked Minnesota to win that division coming into the year. And I don't think Minnesota's great, but I think Minnesota's going to be gifted that division because the Packers can't put it together. <clears throat> We're talking to Jason Fitz. joins us every single Monday here on the show. Host of Spain and Fitz does pretty much everything for ESPN. All right, you mentioned it. It was the college football game of the year, tennessee Edges at Alabama, their first win over Nick Saban since he took over at Alabama. The goalposts are now in the Tennessee River. They're gone. Goodbye. That's their tradition. Um, I don't know. Like I, it was, a, it was a great win for Tennessee. They took it. They earned it. But I thought they had a lot of help from Nick Saban. Well, and look, the, coming into the game, the Alabama Crimson Tide. I cannot believe these numbers ranked 118th in penalty yards uh, in, the, in the nation. They ranked 118th and last in the SEC in drop passes. Uh, the the uh, offensive line has been putrid most of the year. The defensive holding penalties have been through the roof for this team through most of the year. I, I just Alabama is just not, not great. And there is this moment of Alabama where they're not great and they've got a hurt quarterback. And 
you know, when you add all of that up together, it just it felt like they they were behind the eight ball from the start, and there wasn't a clear plan of how they were going to stay in it. Like Tennessee's play calling, and and I look, I picked Tennessee to win the game. I think Josh Heupel's done a great job. I think Hendon Hooker had a Heisman moment in that football game. But also go back and rewatch the touchdowns. He was playing Madden. He's, he's just dropping back, and he got guys on seam routes. I was hosted with AJ McCarron uh, at the time while the game's going on. And A.J. was getting so angry watching it because he was saying, like, these aren't even complicated routes. This is just have my guy outrun your guy. And the fact that, that Alabama wasn't ready for that when we all knew it was going to happen, I, I just – Alabama looked grossly underprepared to me. On the other side, and you mentioned Hooker and having a Heisman moment, is it a, is it a reality, Fitzy? Can it become a reality for him and Hooker to be in that race and squarely in that race in terms of, you know, you overcome the interception, you throw, you end up with five TDs in that game, uh, put your field goal kicker in position to win the game. Where's Hendon Hooker end up in the Heisman race, you think? Yeah, I, I think he's going to be – he'll end up getting an invite to the party, and uh, he has a real shot at winning it. Tennessee still has a brutal schedule. Number one, you can't have a letdown. Number two, you know, you're going to have to play a Kentucky team that is going to bank their entire uh, program on that. Now I think Tennessee wins that game. But then number three, you're going to have to play Georgia. And then if, you, if you're lucky enough to beat Georgia, then you've got to go to the SEC championship game and likely beat Bama again. So, uh, look, I, I think everything's in front of Tennessee if they can get it done. But, you know, uh, if, I could, if, if I could go through training for six months, maybe I could have six-pack abs. Like, it's and, and real aren't, aren't the same thing. It, it feels impossible for me for Tennessee to get there. Hey, what's going on with the uh, with the new stadium there in Nashville, man? Are we, oh, we're not having to pay for that, are we, in the state of Tennessee? We better not, yeah. damn it. Yeah, that that is the – man, I don't know. And this is what's all, uh, interesting. You know, I, I tweeted it out uh, earlier. It's it's crazy to me because it's a, what, two, $2 billion stadium uh-huh. deal. And uh, if city council is going to have to approve it, uh, this is always wild to me, y'all. Like, I'll say this as a lifelong diehard Raiders fan. You know, like, Raiders go to Vegas because they were gifted a $2 billion um, stadium. And what everybody always says is, hey, it's not a big deal. They just added money to the hotel room taxes, and that's how they pay for the stadium. Fine. If you're going to do that, fine. But also understand that if it's as simple as just raising hotel rate taxes, then why don't you do that and, I don't know, improve Nevada schools, Las Vegas schools, are some of the worst in the country. Like, uh, if it's as simple as we're just going to levy a tax and things are paid for, let's improve things that need improving. Mm. If the entire state of Tennessee is paying $2 billion for a Super Bowl, I'd be mad. And y'all, like, I, I can speak to this living. I live 20 minutes outside of Nashville uh, in, in Sumner County instead of Davidson County. And I'm ki- not even kidding. When I moved to Sumner County, my property taxes went just they, – they, mm. they plummeted because Davidson County is sitting here paying the bill for – Bridgestone Arena and paying the bill for lower Broadway. And, like, it cost of living in Nashville is becoming a, absolutely a nightmare that people can't even uh, find a way to justify. So I'm, I'm a little surprised the $2 billion stadium with a dome in it. If it's publicly funded, man, if, I, if, if it's hitting my tax dollars, I wouldn't support it for a second. Well, we've been working along the principle, too, that if the state's going to cough up half a billion or whatever it's going to be for the Titans, that they better be ready to cough up something for the Grizzlies with FedEx Forum. Uh, they're going to need renovations, obviously, coming up very soon. We've been talking about that here in town. I mean, if you're going to cough up one for you know one city's professional team, don't you have to come up with something for the Grizzlies? A hundred percent. And look, that's only the, the right thing. Like this is one of the things that makes Tennessee more interesting than most states because there are multiple professional teams 
that play in markets that are so far, like we're just far enough apart mm-hmm. that it's easy for, for left hand to not think about right hand. Yep. And not many states deal with that, you know. But if, you certainly, if you're certainly looking around and saying, okay, well, who's paying for it? Why are they paying for it? If I'm in Memphis and I'm seeing a new Titan Stadium, if, if, if a single cent of your dollars is going towards that, then my first question is going to be, cool, what are you doing over here for us and what we need for our team? Because I also think it's, it's wild. I've talked to Jeff Passan about it. Like Nashville is aggressively trying to put together the funding to get a baseball team also. It's like, okay, well, at what point, it, you know, not just Memphis, but Knoxville and Chattanooga, and, you know, East Tennessee, like all of these different places that are paying the bill. Like what, what do they care if there's a Super Bowl in Nashville? I, I, I mean, I, I think it's, it's wildly – centered on one market if they turn around and ask the entire state to pay for this like the only the only fair thing in a in a real in the real world you would tell nfl owners hey you've got your own money go do it yourself nobody does that anymore and i understand that and if somebody will help them pay for it they'll go to that city i understand that too but make the people in nashville pay it make a stadium tax make a psl put things uh in and around that stadium that allow it to pay for itself if you all pay any of that bill then it's only fair that we be paying part of yours. And then there's a whole other conversation about Liberty Bowl, uh, Le Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium renovations, which uh, you know the, the University of Memphis has said is going to cost $200 million, but nobody knows where it's going to come from. Like, nobody knows, because they, they know they can't depend on the state. They'll probably get no state funding for that. So, I don't know. It's just, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, you're trying to keep up, and you're trying to, you know, keep, uh, keep the Grizzlies in Memphis, and you're trying to, you know, keep Nashville popping. But it's, uh, it comes with a big bill. So, uh, there are no easy decisions. Fitz, you're the best, man. Appreciate Thank the time, you, as always. Appreciate you guys. Have a great week. Yep. Yes, sir. I, I, uh, I saw, you know, I don't remember. It was the North Texas game. I think I've made this point before while we're talking about it. And they were doing like, uh, you know, they were t- they were previewing they're like, oh Memphis, they, they showed all these renderings. This is what it's gonna look like, and I'm just like, is it? Is it gonna look like that? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I was kind of surprised Seems they like were talking about it no. publicly. Let me ask you this: Is it a point of pride as a Memphian if Nashville <laughs> gets a Super Bowl? You know what I'm saying? Is it as, a point as, of pride for us? For us here no. in Memphis? No. Tennessee gets a Super Bowl, now, I might which go. It would obviously be the I point. might actually go. But with the draft, you know what I'm saying? At first we're like, yeah, no. Nashville's getting it, but you know, we look at it, wow, it actually ended up coming out all right. I, it's, I, I'm not – You know what I'm not, saying? If Tennessee gets a Super Bowl because of it, and that would be – that's the reason you're I would doing be, this. I would be like sad. Is it a point of pride at all? I'd be sad because yeah. maybe we could have been Nashville. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that could have been us if we did some, some things differently. It's, I mean, at one point Memphis was bigger than Nashville, right? And now it's obviously not. Yeah. You know, Nashville is exploding and Memphis is not. But I don't know. Let's just try to get an all-star game. That's what we're I focusing it's on. Probably, it's probably mired in jealousy. Yeah, it 100% is. All right, uh, Jason Smith is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. All the way from Belize. He is back this week. And then uh, we'll see where he's where he's going. Where, where in the world is Jason Smith? That's the new... Uh, he's here at work. <laughs> Trip's over. That's, that's the new game show. All right, uh, we'll come back. Jason and John, how do you turn FM, ESPN? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.